I'm gonna begin this stupid thing in the middle of a hyperspace jump. It is the 1st of July, 2021. I'm Commander Jan Trax, and this is the Loose Screws Podcast. With me today is, oh my God, I just dropped into a neutron star. I didn't realize that was happening. And we're fine. With me today is Commander Dubs. Hello. Yee, yee. <laughs> uh, Commander Hate is here. NL Hate. Although uh, his name was, is different that now. Wasn't, that wasn't very palatable to the ears. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be. Would you prefer it? I said, thank you, Daddy Tracks. I think we've covered it. Mm. <clears throat> <laughs> no, I just I blacked out for a second. What happened? Oh, oh no, nothing. okay. Nothing. I've been okay. Myself. I'm here. Hey man, how's it going? All right, uh, Commander Lieutenant Commander Data. Hello. Hello, everybody. And Thanks. Glad to be here. <laughs> Ty Worsham, Tearvol. What's up, man? What's up, man? Hey, I have I uh, have stories for the week, so I'll, I'll, oh I'll, let, you, I'll let you. I know. Story I know. Time. I know. I know. No, I'm I'm going last. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a thing, guys. How's it been going? I I have been gone, um, and I, well, so I'll catch up on that. But first, what have almost everybody actually has been gone at least yeah. one week? So Dubs, what's been going on for two weeks? Tell the persons that are the listeners of this here program. You talking about? Overall, with me or the podcast? Yeah, man. Like the whole thing, man. What has you know? The whole the whole thing. I don't know, man. We've just been uh, we've been chilling, playing some Elite Dangerous when we can, playing other games. A bunch of us picked up some Left for Dead, and you know, we just kind of kind of distract ourselves from the the not so goodness. But then you know, (laughs) today today could change that. Today's update. Might change that. We'll see. And I see Data in the station with me right now. I'm going to go say hi to him. Where are you? <laughs> cool. But that's Sounds all I got. Good. Uh, all right. Glad to glad to be talking to you all again. This feels so natural. Wow. Uh, hey, what's been shaking with you, my friend? Besides your mute button, of course. Oh, Should we come back hey, to him? Hey, hey, just step away for a moment. Oh, my bad. I'll tell you, Data. I'll, I'll, I'll speak for him. He's doing great. He's having a wonderful time. Fabulous. Now for, now for oh, me. Oh, jeez. I, I told everybody what channel to go to, and then I didn't go to the channel, so I didn't receive his message. That's my fault. Data, how have you been for a couple of weeks? I've been doing all right. I was I was away on vacay last week. I'm back. Gotten to play a couple hours. And all I can say for sure since Update 5 dropped is... I was about blinded by my cockpit. It was so bright when I logged in. <laughs> so they definitely adjusted that. It's bad. It's very bright. It is very bright in the station. I'll say that right now. It is very blue, and it is very bright. They, they don't understand space is dark. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not that they don't understand that space is dark. It's that when they finally made space dark, people cried about it. So this one Boo-hoo. isn't on FDev. I mean, it kind of is on them because they listen to the wrong people. But 
to an extent, it's almost not on them. I don't know. I'll defend them here. I don't think this one's their fault. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Ty, mm-hmm? what's been going on with you, man? Man, I am uh, Oculus right now. Uh, <laughs> Did your headset break? Is that what I'm no, picking my, up what you're putting down? My headset is actually fine. So my nephew, um, all right, so back in February, my, my nephew turned 18 or 13. So for his birthday, I bought him an Oculus headset. And yeah, you know, 13th uncle. birthday, yep, yeah, 13th birthdays are kind of big, you know. So I thought I would kind of go all in, get him a nice headset, you know, got him a Rift S. He loved it. And in three months, broke the damn thing. Kids these days. <laughs> I know. So now in his defense, he may not have actually broke the damn thing. I don't actually know because there is a listed manufacturer defect with the way the halo attaches to the frame as it can crack. So I, I called okay. up Oculus and I was like, hey, will you guys fix this? And Oculus was good enough to say, sure thing, bro. We'll fix that. So I sent them the headset. And then last week, the headset finally came back after 18 years of it being at their service department, which, again, I'm not really complaining because they did not have to fix the damn thing. But um, they sent they sent a refurbished headset, which by itself is not a big deal uh, because I get that mm-hmm. that's the process. But uh, so the, we plug in the refurbished headset. And all we are getting are three dots. So I do Googling around and I do every single troubleshooting tip that I can come across on the internet. Nothing works. So um, I go and get my headset and plug it in to his computer and it fires right up. Whoops. So they clearly sent me a bad headset. So... Open up a ticket with uh, Oculus. They close it. Open up another ticket with Oculus. They close it. Open up a third ticket with Oculus. And they close this one. And then I went and found uh, uh, CE, the the uh, CEO's uh, email. Mark Zuckerberg, his email. No, no there's actually a CEO <laughs> no, of, the of real Oculus. Guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went and found his uh, email address, which I know someone else will handle it, but you know, whatever. And then I took to Twitter and then I took to Reddit and then got an email from a CEO's office that said they're looking into the issue. So yeah, I, uh, I ended up giving my headset to my nephew because he, that way he has something to play. And I'm the only thing I'm playing right now in VR. Something to break. Uh, yeah. Well, that's his headset now. That's his yeah. headset. Um, well, it's very anyway, generous of you to fight and give like that. Well, it's three hundred or four hundred dollars, you know. Yeah, but uh, it's really shitty of FDA. Not FDA, really shitty of uh, Oculus to make it so yeah. complicated. I've never dealt with a company that was that that was like that. So, I I have w- once I had to RMA something, and you. I mean, that's the thing about electronics is what you get back is always going to be a refurbished. So yep. it's supposed to be checked out. It's supposed to be, you know, come with a full warranty and everything. But 
it's not going to be a new product. And the way it was explained to me by a very nice person um, is makes perfect sense. You're not sending them, you know, this is value for value. You're not sending them a brand new product. So they're not sending, you know, they're just sending you something back that should be the same value only working. So wow. you get that. Um, one time I, this happened to me, basically I got something back that was also bad. And, but when I called the company up, they were horrified and, you know, cross shipped me a good one right away, you know, another refurbished still, but they, you know, they were like, let me take care of this. We're going to send you this. We're going to send you a label. Like you don't have to worry about shipping. You don't have to, you know, Mm -hmm. because that's the way you handle that sort of thing. You know, when something goes wrong, that's when you find out what's going on with the company. Yeah. I have trouble feeling like a strong Oculus supporter. Sure. Yeah. After the whole, um, uh, for those that don't know, Oculus has announced that, our Facebook has announced that Oculus will start having uh, ads built into their games. And all I can think of is like, well, this is the last Rift headset I purchase. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm I was actually kind of starting that way before. Um, yeah. But yeah. I'm, I'm starting to look into, um, oh, what's the damn Vive one called? The Index. That's Valve. Valve, uh, yeah, op- sorry, sorry. Yeah, in my opinion, there isn't um, there isn't a competitor for Oculus right now. There are headsets that are better, but none of them have all the exact features kind of thing. Like, I'm hoping that a, basically a competitor to the Quest 2 is going to emerge. Because right yeah. now they are on top of it. And like, while other people can make headsets with better optics, better sound, better connected to computer features, nobody's doing wireless correctly yet but them arguably they're not even doing it quite correctly yet but anyway i'm hoping that the market is going to change by the time i need a new headset because i don't want to buy another one from oculus but i don't want to buy one that needs a wire either (laughs) i think we're i think we're all past that right we can all say we're tired of the wires i'm i'm okay as long as it as long as it functions uh well like i'm not convinced wireless works as well but I'm okay. Like I'm kind of like with you. Like I'm okay swapping around. You know, I would definitely like for seated experiences. I would always. I would plugging it in is fine. For elite, it's fine. It's for the other games where I'm like, wow, I really don't want this wire. I would accept a little bit of like video compression. Yeah. To to not have a wire. Definitely. Yeah, I'm with you on, every with you single on day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also want to say that I am currently. I need. I need to stream this for you guys. <laughs> ah hell. This is good radio. Uh, yeah. I know. Uh, so I'm driving across <laughs> this planet on my SRV right now. As I'm driving across the planet, it looks like I'm in water. Well, are you in a lake bed? Mm. No. No, it's... Uh, I don't think so. Let me should see what we do. watch you play the game. Is that what we're going to do? Yeah, watch me, well, watch me play the game. This is, this is good radio right here, guys. <laughs> yep, look at that. Look at that shit. Like what the hell's going on there? Are you sure that we're seeing the same thing that you're seeing? God, I hope the hell I'm not high. Me. <laughs> Hold on, I'm clicking on it. It looks pretty normal to me. I'm not gonna lie. No, I, look at the rocks and how they deform as I drive. Is it? Is it just me? It's just you, man. Are I don't you high? Know. Are oh, you high? I see it. Are you okay, right now? I, no. It's like oh, so it's like, like the LOD ground changes? is ballooned, and then like the ground is like deflating down onto itself. Yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? I saw that one night. I I did a 
it was the the night that the, more of that Hesperus stuff was found. I went out and driving around those Guardian sites, I was seeing some of that same thing. Yeah, actually. Yeah, what the exact hell? It's, it's like, oh, we'll smooth it out for you so you can drive through here better. I think it's a it's something going wrong with the LOD, like right next to the SRV or something like that. Yeah. It seems to me to be. Because I would, at the Guardian site, when I was experiencing that bug, it would... um the ground would sort of lift up by several inches as I approached it. And there were these uh, panels and things, you know, the Guardian sites have things that sort of embedded in the ground. I was hitting them, like, so they would rise up so they weren't visible anymore and the ground sort of consumed them, but I would still hit them and stop dead in the SRV. It was rather irritating. But I was very confused by your comment that it looked like water. Yeah, I, I couldn't think of another better way to explain it, so... But anyway, yeah. All right, we figured it out. Right. All right. So that's my Oculus story for the week. And um, I took off in Elite on exploration trip because nothing else is working correctly for me right now. The only thing that's kind of halfway working is exploration. Um, So, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. So Nice. You're Nifty. Finding, finding biologicals, finding the heat, using the heat map, using the plant gun, all that. Yeah, I mean, I figure that's the first lead I'm going to chase. I figure the combat one will be the more will be the more difficult one to get. So, but uh, those things seem to be working for you. The exploration so, tools. So far, I haven't had any exploration issues, and I will say this: this lighting change they've done uh, is dog shit. Um. Not just not just because it, it's so bright; it's ridiculously bright. Everything looks like there's a huge spotlight on it, and I don't quite know what they were thinking with it. It's one of those things where instead of finding a happy median, they went too far one way, and it's very annoying. So, anyway, that's all. Well, I got. damn. Um. Okay. I guess that. Oh, hey, how you doing? Are you back, how you doing, Drex? I'm back. Oh man, have you have you been since since uh, the the shortness last week? Um. Uh, just critically underprepared for everything life threw at me. Oh no! What happened? Oh boy, I started a new job. My son's learned a whole bunch of stuff that that's just rubbing me raw. Uh, my father-in-law. Uh, doesn't know how to check oil, and he blew a hole in the block in the car he drives to work. Oh my what? god! Jesus. <laughs> uh, and I still can't find a graphics card, but I did get a sweet new monitor with a Samsung panel, and like, this thing is the bee's knees. Nice. Okay, ups and downs. I'm hearing yeah. ups and downs. Yeah. Nifty. I'm hoping you can't uh, hear what's going on in the background right now. So far, I can't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. I guess that's just me then. Um, yep. So, yeah, I've been gone for a while. Uh, I had, so as as I said, I think the last time I was here on the show, uh, my dad was diagnosed with liver cancer, and we all moved pretty quickly on that. So, uh we, so one of those weeks I was, 
um, we all took a trip together. We we weren't really camping. It was a palatial cabin in the woods. It was <laughs> a quite luxurious place. It was very much not camping. I'm I'm personally I'm not I'm not excited about like sleeping on the ground camping. Um, so this was this is a fine little getaway for me. It was a fun fun place in the mountains near Asheville, North Carolina. It was hey, a good I've trip. been there. <laughs> yeah, it's it was a good it was a good trip, good town. Um, Black Mountain was the the town we were sort of above. Um, good good little getaway, uh, just hanging out with family, being sitting around, literally sitting around at a fire and and playing the guitar and stuff. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, th- this sort of thing. And then and then next week, uh, I I kind of buckled down on work. Thursday, my dad had surgery, so. It's he went in for an extremely major surgery, but everything was very successful. He's a really tough guy, as I was saying, I think before. Mm-hmm. Very fit. His whole he's sixty nine years old. He's very, very uh, in good good shape, and that's what you got to be to make something like this uh, go as well as possible. And and so it did. Um, and then a few days later, he, he was you know pretty uncomfortable for a few days. He he got to come home from the hospital yesterday. Uh, less Great. than seven days after the operation, he had most of his liver removed. Uh, it's absolutely amazing. He was up and walking the very next day. And anyway, as as with most things, the the worst part for him was getting like your whole digestive system working again after going through something like that. After you, mm-hmm. after it shuts itself down, um, that's basically what he had to wait for, and it was horrible. Um, <laughs> but frankly, to have that be worse than you know, just the agony of having your, I mean, it's just this massive L-shaped yeah. scar across the front yeah. of him. Anyway, he's, I I have been seeing him uh, almost every day and he's doing really a lot better now that he's been home. He's been able to sleep more without people poking him. Okay, so that's great. We're thrilled. We're all breathing easier. That's the important stuff. Um, now that I've gotten the important stuff out of the way, <laughs> uh Elite, elite, my friends. Um, okay, so I buckle up. <laughs> I'm going to be here a minute. Okay, I'm ready? Here, hey, let, what's let me, going on? Okay, me, what? Uh, so let me jump in real quick. So one thing I want to say is number one, I'm really glad to hear that about about your dad. I think uh, I think me and you talked a little bit uh, day yesterday or day before, and mm-hmm. uh, man, I I I think I speak for everybody here that we were real happy to hear about that. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Anyway, oh, that's all I got, Bob. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Um, commence. Commence. All right. I, I, okay. I'm going to try to keep myself organized. And I, I really am conscious of not sounding like I'm frothing at the mouth here um, because I'm not. But I think there are some very justifiably upsetting things that have gone on. And I think they deserve to be said, you know, clearly. And hopefully not. I'm, I'm not trying to insult anybody or anything, but I, I think, I, 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 this is important to me. And it's like because this game is important to me, this is all important. So first, I want to say that um, I have super mixed feelings about what Odyssey might eventually be as a DLC. Um, kind of just as 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 everybody does. That's not a surprise. But like early in this process, I 
was kind of against it. Like I was on team atmospheres, not team feet, right? If we go way back, we didn't know what was coming and the stuff. And I thought, oh, I want atmospheres. I want the ship gameplay, not the on-foot gameplay. I didn't care about that. I didn't think I cared about that. So now that we're now that it's come, now that it's here, um, I think I was completely wrong. I think feet is unquestionably the right direction to go if the, if that was the, the point of divergence. I think it, it the dimension that it adds to this whole simulation is um, is so important and is much more important than any other ship gameplay. So I think it had to come first, and I've totally flipped on that. Um, that said, um, you know, and, and well, and in addition to that, like I, I think if if someday we, we add more atmospheres and thicker atmospheres and earth likes and gas giants and stuff. It's all going to be better content ready to happen because we've done the feat first. Um, this paves the way for so much other stuff that could someday arrive. So that's all. That's all great. It'll all be feature rich. Now, the problem I have is VR. May I cut in as, for a moment? Go ahead. I actually agree with you on everything you've said and probably some of the stuff you're about to say. But I feel like I've been saying the same stuff for like ten months or better. Is that probably this is, this is the way we have to go to get the stuff that's beyond this? Yeah, it's not. Yeah. it's not horizons that we were excited for. It's or Odyssey that we were excited for. Pardon me, I'm I'm flustered. It's mm. the beyond Odyssey that is really the stuff that we need. And sure, sure. Everyone's suffering, even the people that are doing good with it or enjoying it. They are suffering at some level of the gameplay. Yeah, uh, and I'll I'll step back and let you take back. <laughs> okay, um, so I'm a VR player, and that's another thing that I said early on. Is what, as soon as this was announced and it didn't have the VR tag on the Steam page, uh, we we questioned that. What's what's going on with that? Um, I would not buy a DLC that doesn't have VR because I'm a VR player. So, you know, putting my money where my mouth is, I would never, I just, I won't. That's not the game that I play. The game that I play is in VR, right? So, th- and that's just like, personally, that's not saying that anybody has to play it in VR. Um, for me, once I tried it, I was not going to go back. So that happened. And I think this is, this counts as a VR game. It is it's always been on the list of the greatest VR games when you start getting into VR and start looking it up. It's like Elite Dangerous is always on that list. Uh, still I, to this day. Can, huh? can, I, can I say one thing about that? To put yeah. it in perspective here, Oculus, back when they were not with Facebook, had screenshots of Elite on their front page. That's yeah. how far back VR and Oculus, which, you know, there were there have been other headsets, but Oculus has been pretty much the king of VR, mm-hmm. uh, going all the way back to the the SD one or whatever the hell they called it back then. So yeah, I mean, to give you an idea, this VR was something they had in the early uh, what the hell it's called the early uh, early access thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're 100 percent right. It's, it's it, this is a VR game. So, oh, it, yeah. it it absolutely is, and it's it it's such a it, it anyway. It's it's such a VR game. It's today today. I could I look on you know search for the list of best VR games. It's there. 
still. Yep. Um, so anyway, I'm a VR player. I am not going to buy, I would not buy something that isn't in VR. So we all squawked back then and said, what's up with this? Well, you know, VR isn't really ready for it. And at first we got sort of a VR isn't isn't ready for it. And, and it, it was a question like, is it even going to run? Can we even fly our ships in VR? And so then we got this answer, right? A few days later that you're going to fly your ships, you're going to drive your SRVs in VR. When you get into on foot, you're going to see the cinema screen at launch. Okay, so at launch. And we know what at launch means. There is a history of Frontier's language and the phrasing that they use. They say at launch as a way of of saying this is not this is not ready, but it's not a no. And they say there are no plans for that feature. There are no plans for X. There are no plans for whatever. That is the no. That is the strongest no Frontier mm-hmm. ever says. Am I right? Does anybody dispute that? No, that's how they say no. Yeah. No, I completely right. without, without closing it so, off in the future for some reason. So the, and, and I mean, because whatever, in the future they could decide to put to put flying cakes in here as a, as a pilotable ship. You know what I mean? Like, okay. So, but no further development. There are no plans for that. This is what they say when they mean no. And not at launch means something different. And we all understand that. So that's what they said. So... In, in, in fact, to that point, I want to say that we even had a large portion of our show make sure that this is at launch. This there means is is there are other things coming in the future with it. Like we 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 made sure to define it. I want to say we even yeah. had kind of had uh, one of the uh, comm managers on here kind of talk about it a little bit, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah. So um, sorry. As far, no, that's all right. <laughs> um, so when on June fifteenth. They Art goes and gets that answer for us. We're pestering, we're pestering. And Art goes to get that answer. He comes back on June 15th with, there is no plans for future development of VR beyond fixing the existing bugs. That is a change. So that's a change in language. That's a change in the language that we understand, that they've established the meaning of. That's a change. And so that's when I said, okay, there are two possibilities here. And I, I believe that it can't be anything other than these two. And one, full VR was never planned for development, but they intentionally used the language at launch to trick us, knowing that they established that phrase in their vernacular to mean that it's coming in the future and is being used as a stopgap. And that is to trick players like me who are committed to VR into buying Odyssey. I don't think that's true. I think that's one of the possibilities. So the other possibility that I think is true is that after launch, the launch was rushed uh, and the ongoing problems that requires all of their development time to fix rather than actually working toward new features and content, they scrap VR as it's likely the smallest segment of the player base, smaller than any of the console populations. And they they scrap it to be able to work on other things and, and hopefully get consoles done before the end of the year. Uh, I think, as I say, that's much more likely than the, the two because I would never... As I say, never presume malice when incompetence is sufficient. And I, I don't mean incomp- I'm not trying to insult anybody by saying that, but like this is a big mistake. There's a big, big, big problems, and this is not was not launched finished um, for reasons that I think belong to, on the desk of management and nobody else. But I think that's what happened. Now, either way of those two possibilities, I think that if I bought this, assuming 
that I was, as advertised, there was going to be VR support, then I think I should get a refund. I would not have bought this if they hadn't said that this was in here as a stopgap. I would not have bought something with a cinema screen because I don't support that for myself personally. And it's not good enough for me. That's not the game that I play. So I would have to wait. So I asked them for a refund. And I contacted support uh, within 24 hours of June 15th and ended up having a 10-day back and forth with them where I continued to try to explain these points. Um, I was... I was going back and forth on whether I was going to like read some of the replies um, that I got here. There's an important detail that I do want to read on the show. And I think this is extremely pedantic, and I usually don't like being pedantic, but I actually think this is important because it has changed the way I see communication from Frontier, and it's changed the way I am going to be perceiving what they say in the future. So I ask them directly to answer these two points. You know, So one, the product I pre-purchased, Odyssey, had been changed by Frontier from what the public reasonably knew it to be at the time of purchase. The change happened on the 15th of June, almost a month after its official launch. And I'm saying that because I asked for my refund at that time, not on May 19th, mm-hmm. because that's when the product changed. So I believe that I'm within their return policy, and they disagree. They say, I've been playing Odyssey since its release. So I'm outside of their return policy. I said, well, that's what I was playing was what was advertised. And now what's available is not what was advertised because they changed on the 15th. And that changes because Frontier has set a precedent of language through the history of statements about the feature and development plans. The, uh, excuse me, I I called this up so that I could read it. And then my thumb threw it sideways on me. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Good Lord, where was it? Okay. Um, yes, okay, so this, this is what they said. So, um, uh, Frontier has set a precedent of language through a history of statements about the feature and development plans. The statement, there are no plans for X feature, means that it's not being developed for the future. It's close to a no as Frontier ever gives. While the statement at launch means that the feature will not be ready at launch, but will come later. There's no reason to have these differences in language except for communicating a distinction between the two states of a feature. And therefore, saying at launch until June 15th and then saying no further plans on June 15th constitutes a change. And that's why I believe that the product has changed. Uh, The Odyssey pre-order was issued with the public statement that VR for on foot would be in a cinema screen at launch with this statement stood through the launch on May 19th and through three rounds of major fixes until the 15th of June when the statement changed to no plans for future development. That's why I think there was a change in the product. And I think at the time of purchase, it was reasonable to believe that full VR support would be developed for Odyssey in the future because of the language they chose. And then, too, I think I'm within the standard refund policy since I've not played Odyssey at all since that product change happened on the 15th of June, and I haven't even downloaded Update 4 that came two days later. And I continue to request for um, a refund. So this is the part that I think is important. They responded, and I will quote, There was never any explicit promise made that Odyssey would offer full VR support. (laughs) 
although this could be considered to be loosely implied by our statement that there will be no full VR, quote, at launch, end quote, we did also make it clear that we wouldn't want to implement on-foot VR unless it can be done to the same standard and quality that, pro- that is provided for the rest of the game which I snicker at a little bit considering the state of the game. But anyway, the product itself, the quote continues, the product itself had not been switched for something different. The DLC that you own is the same DLC you purchased as such. You have, in fact, been using this product since the alpha phase earlier this year. So that says to me that they're saying, yes, like this, the distinction in language could be construed as a distinction in policy or product. But no, that doesn't matter. And it's right. not going to change what we do. And so I, I am now thinking, like, I have to think, it doesn't actually matter what they say. And so I, I'm hearing people when they say, oh, VR is not no plans. They say, oh, well, it still might come in the future. What? Like, okay, they could make spaceships into cakes in the future, I guess. Like, we could just think anything. We have no reason to think that. And they've told us absolutely, you know, in the most strong language they ever use, that it's not happening. Therefore, I don't want it. That's not the product that I want. So their refusal to refund me, they, by the way, they continued to refuse. I, I eventually, after 10 days of back and forth with them, I just let them close the ticket. Um, the refusal to refund me feels like, a betrayal of my trust as a player. And it oh. demonstrates that we're not to believe anything they say, basically, because they can just change their mind at any time, and it doesn't matter. They told me directly that it doesn't matter what they've said in the past or what their phrasing is established to mean. And to me, that exists... That To me, nothing exists until it's actually in the game and working. And, um, I, you know, it's, it's, I start thinking, like, do shared missions exist? I mean, they said it's going to come out today. Until I see reports that it actually works, I guess I shouldn't believe it, you know. Um, and also, by the way, do you know what else was not at launch? Uh, consoles. So yeah. support just told me that when they say not at launch, it should not be taken as an implication that it'll come in the future. So any day the news could come that consoles have been cut from the game and no further development is planned. Doesn't matter what they said in the past, according to support. So sorry about that, grenade. <laughs> But um, support at frontier.co.uk are the ones who pulled the pin on that grenade, and I guess I just dropped it, so whatever. But I, I feel strongly that that's, that's what they told me, and I'm very upset and disappointed that my premium alpha purchase for, what, $55 is worth more to them than the goodwill that they could engender by offering to refund somebody who's sincerely upset about the lack of VR because we feel let down, because we feel like it was promised. And to stand by your product, like, I fully believe that VR players, especially ones as committed as me that they would say, I don't want to even play Odyssey unless it has VR in it, are such a fractionally small portion of the population that it could not possibly matter in the grand scheme of things compared to the goodwill that they could engender by just treating us correctly. So, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, from there, I, um, I went to my credit card company and filed a fraudulent charge dispute for the same reasons that the product was changed after I purchased it. They promised a feature that they cut. You know, promise can be in quotes if you want, but it was definitely implied. And then they said it was being cut. 
Um, I don't think they did the cut maliciously. I think they did it very regrettably. But that doesn't really matter in the end. And they could have just done the right thing. So I, I put it to my credit card company. Uh, interestingly, sort of right before we started recording, I noticed that even though my credit card company said it might take uh, up to three billing cycles to resolve this, I noticed that the charge had been refunded to the card. And I booted up just now. And sure enough, Odyssey isn't in my account anymore. So uh, apparently it went through right away with no issues, even though support told me over and over again that it was literally not possible for them to take it out of my account since I'd played it. Yeah. Yeah. So they literally said it's not possible for them to do it. Um, but poof. Just hiding, hiding behind squishy language Policy. that's used Policy, all the time yeah. is yeah. sickening, yeah. but expected almost from a. So, yeah, the, yeah I mean, and, and so the last thing I want to say is that I, since this has all been going on, I've started just playing Horizons again, of course, because I wasn't going to boot up Odyssey. I wasn't going to like lie about it saying, I don't want to play Odyssey anymore and then boot up and play it. I was, you know, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm being honest about how I feel. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm playing Horizons. It works great, by the way. It plays in VR. <laughs> it's like still the same fun game that I've loved for years. Um, it's just disappointing that I had, like I did a stream on Tuesday and Dubs came on and I sort of like egged him on and he popped over into Horizons and played with me for a while. <laughs> and that was fun. But that's the thing. Like I'm not really going to run into people unless I you know, create a situation like that. Um, so that's that's disappointing. I think, you know, hopefully someday the promise of the, the instancing and the graphics options um, being pushed down to Horizons and then reunifying the PC galaxy uh, will come. Um, that'll be nice. Um, if Odyssey ever gets VR, I will happily purchase it. Um, but as it is now, I'm no longer an Odyssey user I don't have it in my account anymore and I'm not I'm not playing it and then the 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 other thing is just the CMs I am I think at this point like it's all it's all like sort of run its course and I'm almost I'm like less mad about the VR thing I'm still disappointed but like the 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 fervor that got me to chase them for 10 straight days trying to get this thing to to be refunded is sort of gone but what's left is I'm just so angry at the way the CMs are being treated through all this. They, I believe this is the best CM team we have ever had. And I believe they sincerely are working for us. And I think FDev is pushing them out in front of a bus every Tuesday and Thursday and probably on the days in between. They, I mean, I guess we'll talk about this in a little while, but they set up this, this developer stream mm. business they let them stand up there and say it for weeks. Oh, we're going to have this developer stream. It's going to be great. They talked about the fun content, like not just how how the fixes are coming, but fun. They like advertised Behind that there the was going to be fun. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And then they pull it like almost day of, and they make Bruce and Art stand up there. They are, they make them stand up there trying to not look like assholes. While they make liars out of their CM team, I am so, so angry about that. I can't explain it. It's horrible. And I saw them on the stream today continuing to try to keep a smile on their faces while people ask them, how come there's no devs? Where's the devs? I, I almost agree with with uh, Commander Burr that, that having them on a stream is less important than the information. However... The information didn't even come, and 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 just to have that pulled out from under them is 
insane. I just can't believe, but it keeps getting worse. How does it keep getting worse? I don't understand, and I have to, I have to stop talking now. I've gone on much too long. So anyway, that's, that's where I am, everybody. Sorry I was gone for two weeks. I had good reasons, and then this other shit was just stupid. So, oh well. So I, I have a bunch of things to say about this. Um, number one, uh, welcome, Nurgle. Howdy, howdy. Uh, uh, hey. Number hey, you two. You just missed my whole rant. That's <laughs> right. I get to listen to it tomorrow. Yeah, it'll oh still God. be there. Yeah, it'll be there forever now. I recommend double speed or skipping ahead. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so, so the the thing you number one, I would love to read your entire uh, conversation between you and FDev uh, <laughs> because there were some telltale things in there that I find honestly shocking, for lack of a better term. Like it's shocking to me. Um, I, I've I have I have been chasing a refund. Uh, ever since the VR announcement, I'm still playing. I'm in Odyssey right now. I'm still playing Odyssey. I kind of, I, I tried two or three times and I kind of gave up after that because I just, I mean, you, you have a lot more tenacity than I do. So, um, <laughs> but there were some shocking things in there, the way they phrase things. Number one, the way they phrase that we can never believe a word out of their mouth again. When they're, yeah, when they're talking matter. about until the features actually live, right. it doesn't matter right. what they say. And, 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 I think that's what they told me. Right. It, it doesn't matter what they say they're working on, what they have planned. And you, you, you know, is we're not talking about a situation where, you know, that that a company says, "Hey, we're working on this," and then it changes, or we're working on this game, and they have to cancel the game. We're not talking about that. We're talking about like this is a feature that existed. And then we're effectively taking it out of an expansion. That's 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 literally what we're talking about here. And not only that is that we are in the process of alienating what I believe, and I don't know the numbers, but what I believe is a large portion of their PC player base. I believe a large portion of their PC player base is VR. Uh, I, well, maybe, but I don't think... Most of them are not nearly going to be as committed as me. I think I'm a super, super fractional minority now, that would actually right. not want to buy the thing. Right. Now, I, I, I agree with you on that point, that, that you are in the, the 1% of the 50%, you know, and probably more like hmm. 30% of, of PC players play in VR. But um, anyway, it, it's, it's to me, this is like a sign of a shift in the company. And and I do want to say this. This is not a reflection of Zach or uh, Benedetti or Art or or really any particular developer, because I don't believe for a second that they are at the steering wheel. There and I, I don't I don't believe for a second David Braben is at the steering wheel anymore, even though he's the primary shareholder. Someone else is driving the no. bus right now. And I'm going to tell you right now, every single Tuesday and Thursday, just like you said, those community managers are out there in front of that damn bus. And they get hit every single week. And they're okay. Like, the company seems to be okay with it. That they're literally right, okay making their company, their, their, they, the company is okay making their employees look like fools. Their, I, that, I their company... Think, go ahead, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, well, I, I, I want to temper kind of yes. one 
one thing Call that I down. realized that <laughs> well, no, not even you. I I think I am concerned about the way I said something here. Um, I am. I I don't want the main focus of of what. I was thinking to sound like it was they promised me this and didn't deliver. Um, I think there's a big difference between a disappointing reality and software development setbacks and a betrayal of trust. And Uh for me, that is simply the cost of my refund because I would not have bought this if it hadn't been presumably, you know, it was rightly presumed that someday it would have VR support. And I, I bought it on faith of that. Mm-hmm. Because I was told at launch, because I was not told, no development planned. Um, so if you get it for working in the future, I would happily buy it. I said that, you know, but refusing the refund is what loses the trust. Like anything can happen. And, a bun- you know, I really don't mean it maliciously when I say like they could change their mind at any time. It doesn't matter. Like you can encounter problems in developing a game that you didn't anticipate. And I, I don't think like, well, shoot, you know, you have to do absolutely everything you say or you're a complete failure. No, like, work on it, make it the best you can. The problem is, like, I consider VR to be my platform, right? Mm -hmm. It's like if I'm a PlayStation player and they just say, well, we're going to do Xbox and PC, but we're not going to do PlayStation. Well, it, but but in a situation where I'd already pre-purchased it, you know what I mean? Like that's sort of the metaphor here. I'd pre-purchased it and then they said, well, actually it's not going to be for your platform. And I know I'm being super hard-assed about this because like whatever, I mean, they as they said to me in their email, you know, it actually does run in VR. Well, that's really questionable because the frame rate is half of what it should be and it crashes literally three times an hour, no matter what I do. So that's very questionable anyway, but like that's, the cinema screen is not what I want, you know, it's just, it's not what I would have purchased. And it's the, it's the change and not standing by that. It's not standing by it to say like, Hey, we're not going to be able to pull this off, but we want to make sure you feel supported as a customer. We want to keep you happy. We want to keep you playing in. If you want a refund, if you feel misled, how hard would that have been? Yeah. You know, how hard would that have been? That's, that's the main concern that I have. This, this, you know, this is kind of what I'm saying though, is that it, it, I feel like I was lied to about Odyssey and I'm not talking about the bugs or the problems or the performance. I'm talking about the features. I'm talking about the roadmap and where they were going. I feel like I was lied to. The VR thing was a huge thing for me. Not as big for you. Cause I, I've, I haven't played in VR except for once and it crashed about after about 20 minutes, uh, with my 2080 TI. But it, it's, you're, you're, I think you got it. I think you hit the nail on the head in that if, if they come out tomorrow and said, Hey guys, we're not going to be able to do console. It's just, it's just not going to work. Then I think that that says something. I think that says something about them as, as, as a company. I've, and I'm not saying that's yeah. that's not what they're saying, but that's effectively what they've done with VR. They they basically said we're not going to put it on this on this on this box anymore. Just just like you were, just like you're saying there, man. Yeah, that's the perfect if they, example. If they turned and pulled console, though, nobody on consoles paid for it already, and right. so they wouldn't really have to do anything. Um, but 
they didn't they treated it like they didn't have to do anything for VR. Um, but I I think I think we super need to move on. I'm I've just had this wave of self consciousness wash over me that probably should have hit me about 15 minutes ago. Uh, so if it's all good with you guys, um, let's talk about the rest of the disappointments this week. Uh, <laughs> Glad you got your money it, back. I I did actually not from FDev, which is again disappointing. But shoot, you know whatever. Um, well, hopefully one, one last somebody, thing on that before we move. Yeah. Because I and I know I'm coming in on the tail end of this, but this is this is something that I know we have discussed outside of the show a lot lately. It seems like every opportunity they've had lately, where they had a chance to do something right or change the conversation or make a good impression. They have face planted every time they had an opportunity to do that. And, you know, Ty, Ty said this earlier, and he's absolutely right. That's, that's not the developers. That's not the community manager team. You know, I don't know if that's brave or not. That is squarely on the suits that are running the corporation right now and the decisions they are making. Literally, every chance they have an opportunity to make a good impression and especially recover from something bad, they flop again. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and right on that point, let's, uh, let's skip right to it. Tuesday's Super Cruise News. Um, so update the, – the, the highlights were update five is coming Thursday – uh, they answered many questions from the chat with it's being worked on, it's being looked at, it's being worked on, it's being looked at. And the first monthly developer update, which was going to be a stream, it was going to feature developers, behind-the-scenes stuff. They really just kept teasing it, teasing it, teasing it. Uh, and then, yes, I know I skipped the squad update. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, you just led me into it so accurately. So anyway... They, that's going to be available Wednesday instead of Thursday as a forum post. And it wasn't quite clear at the time, but we later figured out that, yeah, they are just not having a stream at all. Um, no devs are going to talk to us. We're not going to see any behind the scenes. Uh, we're just going to get a forum post. And then the forum post comes on Wednesday. And we here we have development update one. And it contains... Nothing. It <laughs> contains nothing we didn't already know. Absolutely nothing that wasn't previous information. They literally okay. There's a couple of screenshots up here it, of shared missions showing up. I guess is that what they're showing me? Screenshots yep. of they're showing the you screenshots. Lighting. Yeah, yeah. And then shared here's missions. a list of the top five things from the issue tracker. I mean, that's publicly available information. That's not a developer post. With some is, some response after it, like a sentence. Okay. Saying All right. where we're looking at it. <laughs> yeah, it's the top five things. Yeah. You better fucking be looking at it. <laughs> Holy shit. I am so I'm so, so sorry. So it's a it's a recap. Is, uh, it's a recap of June updates that we've already yeah. had released. In case you and weren't then, paying attention. And then a reiteration of the update that launched today. And they made them stand up there on stream and and talk about how great this was going to be. And then they made them say, oh, by the way, we're going to change it to this forum post. And then they made him post this. This is what they're making their CMs do. Yeah. Uh, Does it does. So last week or not last week, the week before last, 
I had a great big speech about how we don't know where this game is going. We need a roadmap. <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and I've recently have started playing star citizen and I've also been playing no man's sky recently. And, uh, like I'll play a couple hours of elite and then I'll go play about four or five hours on one of the other two. I'm having a great time in star citizen. I'm having a great time. I'm having even a better time in, in no man's sky. Th- those games are great. No man's sky's flight model is abysmally bad and there's not a whole lot to do in star citizen. But man, it's coming along. Last year, about this time, Star Citizen released a roadmap and said, "This is what we're going to do." I mean, they had a bunch of different little roadmaps, and they had roadmaps for roadmaps. I get that, but they had a plan, and they executed that plan. And you know, I've been talking shit about Star Citizen going on two years now. I've been talking shit in in this in this game. I've been talking shit about Star Citizen going on. Uh, six years now because I think it's just a game that's never going to happen. Uh, it still may, may, may not be a game that's going to happen, but if they put a release out right now, man, that's, I'm, I'd, I'd be, I'd be happy with the 60 bucks I spent on it. I'm having fun. Uh, I am not happy with the 60 bucks I spent on Odyssey. I'm not having any fun. It's, it's, I, I don't, we need a plan from the developers or from management at FDA that says, this is what we're going to do. And then you need to stick to it. We don't need to say this bullshit at launch anymore and then not follow through with it. And, the and then just lie. is the current status is on the dev forum post. We don't know. Right. No longer a plan. And, and right. Nurgle's been saying for ages, quit, quit with dates. I mean, the, that worry that the function, the uh, fixation on dates is holding them back from saying certain things are going to happen. Like say what you want to do. And I think say what you want to do. And, um, it almost doesn't matter. Like if you have to change your minds later, then update, but like, tell us something, tell us a plan of what's going to happen. Not, not, (sighs) Not teasing the the plan. I, I would have been happier without without the promise. Like if they had just not ever said that this was going to happen, it would be so much less bad, right? Uh, I, and then I, that's what I, I think you're right. No, I know you're not saying it now. You've said it in the past though. Like that, it seems like they're fixated on dates. They're afraid to say something is going to happen or something is not going to happen because it's going to happen on a certain date. And then if they miss the date. Um, and I'm, I'm worried now too about, about saying like, you know, when you say stick to a plan, make a plan and stick to it. Uh, maybe what if it they doesn't can't even have you know? to be that? Yeah. It, what it if does, they can't? Yeah. It well, just, uh, just to know that they have a plan, even if we know parts of it are going to fall off along the way. It, cause it, it's, it appears they have no plan. It, it, it appears they have no plan. The problem with the, the, the problem with, with, with if things fall off along the way is what I feel like what happened with VR. You know, they, they said that I, I truly believe in my heart of hearts that they, they did their best to get VR in. You know, or they did their best to work on VR. And at some point during COVID, during all the things that took place last year, they sat back and said, this is a lot of money. It's not worth it. Because, I mean, this is this is a company. They, they make decisions based upon 
financial decisions is, is, is why they make decisions. Uh, at some point, somebody said, this is not worth the money we're spending to develop this. Let's, let's just, let's just leave it the way it is and cancel it. And the and so, the only problem in that is that they said not at launch and they needed to change it to no further development. And all they have to do is say, we're so sorry and calmly offer a refund if anybody wants it. Most people are not going to want it. Right. right. Uh, just, I mean, okay. I wouldn't take it. Right, exactly. exactly. There, are people, know, there are people who are fine with it. There are people out there like yeah. me who would, I'll keep it. I mean, if they offer the refund, there's a lot of people that will take it, but I'm enjoying it, so I'm going to keep playing it. Yeah. Um, so I, I skipped squad update, um, but I think this works. Let's talk about patch five that came today, and then let's do a squad update uh, because there's a couple of BGS notes in here. Um, should we should we go in by category? Do you want to go through this? Do you want to pull out a few things that, that stuck out to you? The floor is open. Oh. Every, every time they, they touch the BGS system, it's broken for weeks. Yeah. I, I really think that that is the end of Nurgle and I's covering of the BGS notes for the update today. And you know, the, one of the notes in the, the update for today was about rebalancing... Uh, and I don't have the exact text in front of me, but was rebalancing ground and space missions and the way influence is broken up. I am going to 100% read between the lines here. What I think they were addressing is that there is a known exploit is not the right word because it's not an exploit, but you can take a ship armed with a bunch of rockets. You can go to a ground CZ. The videos are out there, and you can just obliterate reinforcements for the other side as they land. Um, it is a very quick way to win, to win a ground CZ. Um, it also has a fairly substantial influence effect. Um, and it's just it's, it's ridiculous. You can win wars quickly that way, and they so they rebalance. I'm hoping that's what they rebalanced. And I don't know how this is going to work out. I mean, I'm actually downloading the patch now, so I have no idea. But I, I, I don't want them to remove that mechanic because one of the things that we all were excited about coming into Odyssey was the ability to have combined arms, to be able to use you know on foot and ships and everything else and these CZs together. And I don't want that taken away. Mm -hmm. But there has to be something done about the, you know, Bob from his mother's basement in his rocket armed anaconda <laughs> CZ all night obliterating NPCs. They just and winning. It has to be air support, right? Turn on the anti ship turrets or something like that on the right. settlement. Yeah. So they, well, actually, no. I, I, I would prefer that they come up with a solution that doesn't take that element of gameplay away because I like the idea of combined arms and being able to have air support. The problem is one, I don't know how you solve that. You know, how you keep that there and prevent people from being able to just blast their way through CZs like crazy. Uh, my preferred method of dealing with that, which I know is never going to happen and probably wouldn't be popular outside of my head 
is ground CZs only count for switching control of that settlement. They don't affect the overall war. So then you could go in and blast all you want. Yeah. Isn't that how I, it was to begin with? That's how they said it was going to operate. Uh. But then that goes right back to how they say things and that element of you can't trust what they say because they try to be coy. They don't want to give away game mechanics. But they end up being so vague that they don't tell you what it does. Um, so I, I don't, I don't even know if that's what they actually addressed. Again, I'm reading between the lines here and assuming that's where they were headed with yeah. that. But that's a that is a existing issue that something's going to have to be dealt with. And I don't, I don't have a lot of faith. That, that they are going to deal with that in an effective way because there are other exploits that have – I mean true exploits that have been in the game for years that have very simple fixes that they've never bothered to even look at. So I'm – and then you know the other change that came through in BGS today was the consolidated tick. Does that uh, seem to have gone over? Well, again, I literally just got on my computer, so I don't know. Okay. I, I do know that while I was at my other function tonight and was scrolling through Discord, there was a lot of people that were saying that the tick was updated in the station news, but it wasn't updated in the system panel. So apparently what they, they said they were going to fix, they yeah. did not actually fix. Uh it apparently tightened up a little bit. It's not as spread out as it was. It's the kind of the impression I'm getting. But there's a whole bunch of mechanics that go into how that tick works. Uh, even before Odyssey, it was roughly a 45-minute to an hour process to sweep across the whole galaxy. Um, but you know, now we've had reasonable. some system. Sounds like a reasonable time. Yeah. Not unreasonable at all. And yeah. at, at 45 minutes to go across the galaxy, it really doesn't matter if System A updates before System B because they're going to update so close to each other that it doesn't matter. But when you have them updating six hours apart, you you get to the point where you're you're looking at it and you don't know if that system's updated or not. Yeah, you know, can I ask a, a question? And I don't know if you're going to have the answer to this, but from what... Dav Stott seemed to say uh, back then on that stream where he described how the tick is different since Odyssey. Uh, it seemed like they were doing this sweep that takes several hours and then the information essentially pushes once it's done being calculated. Uh and it seemed like what we experienced as the tick was the push of that information, not the processing of that information. So then I wonder, is it really that we were blind before to the fact that who knows when a system actually updated, it may have been three to six hours before it appeared to update in the tick, but the information pushes and that's what we see. So could that have been what was going on before Odyssey? That is in realize. Yeah. That is entirely possible okay. um, because in the it, there is no clear science on on how to detect when the tick has started or stopped because 
there is no there's an open debate about how the tick progresses across the galaxy and i would love for them to say more about how this actually happens i kind of understand why they don't um there's a lot of speculation that it either either it processes systems in some defined order or it processes and my personal thinking on that is that there is it you know when it when it pulls the list of systems from a database, there is no sort, so it's pulling them in the order they were added. Uh, and that's just because of the mm. kind of the way you could see it propagate across the galaxy. Um, another entirely valid theory is uh, it pulls systems based on the amount of work that was done in them. This this would make sense from a resource management perspective, so that it's doing. Uh, all the easy systems first, and then it slows down to a chug with the systems that have a lot of work done, updated later. And there is some anecdotal evidence that that kind of works that way. But we don't actually know how it propagates. Um, the, the bots that detect it could have been detecting the push because what they detected is when systems change. So when it detected a certain number of changes in systems, it would say, hey, the tick has started. And then yep. roughly an hour after that, almost all systems would be updated. You know, if if this process was taken three and four hours before, yes, what we were detecting was the push. But that's that's fine. I'd still prefer it to be that way because then at least it's the time that we know things are changing is compressed to that small period of time, and you're not logging in six hours later going. Eh, did that system not change, or has it not updated yet? And it right, you're left with this wondering. Right, and it makes it impossible to plan around that from a BGS perspective. Because you don't know what the true state of that system is. So, again, from a from a player perspective, it really doesn't matter if we're seeing the actual process or if we're seeing the data push. What matters at least to you know, the people who live and breathe the BGS, is it can't be spread out over half a day like it has been. It's, it's got to be in yeah. a compressed period of time. And I guess the remaining question is, in that limbo time, this is something you expressed on Discord earlier, in that limbo time, what happens to influence and actions that are taken? There's a time when the tick has begun, but systems haven't updated yet. Is all that going to be calculated? You know, it becomes really right. hard to know it. It, and I guess that's why I was asking that other complicated question is like, because it's possible that this was a problem the whole time and we just didn't know. So there was a bunch of BGS actions that happened within the three hours before the tick. That are they not counted? Are they counted later for the next tick? Uh, you know, has the sampling of the data already happened and now it's being crunched before that went up? Is any data ever thrown away uh, if it happens at the wrong time? Probably not. That would be a silly way to, to do your database, right? But we don't, we don't know. But we don't know which way it goes. Right. Ultimately, it probably doesn't have a huge effect unless it's like the last day of a war, uh, you know, right. but... But, but those are all valid questions. That, that we don't know the answer to. Because there, again, for a long time, even to be honest, there has, again, been some anecdotal evidence of stuff done close to the tick not counting for that day, which mm-hmm. may indicate that it was a process that was running before and we were seeing the data push. And 
some of these things, I, I know they like to keep the mystery, but some of these things, it really would not deter the mystery to just tell us the mechanics of how this works so we can plan around it. It does seem like the timing, I mean, the idea of not explaining things would be to prevent exploits from being found, we assume. Correct. But like the timing of it, I mean, that's just, that's just planning. It's, there's no, I, I fail to see what exploit could be thought of if you knew, well, actually this action isn't going to count until the next day. If I that's mean, it, the information you have, what exploit could you come up with for that? And for me, that's genius, down. Nurgle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm the overlord. Consider the overlord. possibility. Yeah. <laughs> for me, it comes down to respecting the player's time. Mm, and, this old you know, chestnut. Yeah. If, you know, if, let me know how the mechanics of the game, at least in a broad sense, operate. I don't need to know this, you know, the specific math, but give me a breakdown of how the mechanics are going to operate so I know what to expect to happen. And if you tell me, you know, one of the things that's always aggravated the BGS is that the time of the tick moves. You know, every time there's an right. update, the tick time shifts, which makes it kind of difficult to, to plan around anything. But at least in between those types of things, it tends to stay fairly stable. But if you could tell us that, you know, this is the time the tick is supposed to happen. And 45 minutes before this, all of the stuff is we're going to stop accepting inputs and they all go to the next day. Great. Then we know what we're facing. And I don't think that opens up that doesn't destroy the mystery of how the game works that doesn't um you know open up any potential exploits it's just respecting the player's time so i know okay the tick is coming through i need to not do anything for a little while yeah i'll go get a cup of coffee and come back when the tick is done and keep doing what i have to do or you know the tick is coming through it's time for me to go mine that type of stuff and i Mm -hmm. i just i Again, I, I don't see how that's anything other than respecting the player's time. Makes sense. Um, okay. I knew you'd want to talk about that. I, I thought um, it was a good time. So let's. And, and I would what, like what to else? add I, yeah. I know I've been really salty, and well, the podcast in general, you know, except for a couple of notable people, has been a real salt fest lately. Those two changes in today's patch do make me hopeful that we're moving in the right direction, at least on the BTS front. There are still a lot of questions. Um, you know, we still don't know how those are going to sort out, but on paper, they look like positive changes. Cool. Yeah, I thought so. Um, okay. Uh, what else from from the uh, update notes? Uh, we know lighting changes happened. What what stands out to you guys? Anybody? First to scream gets mm-hmm. to talk. On Hold the on. left-hand panel, the settlements that you can do things on foot now are blue. I don't believe they were beforehand. Right, that's a change. Yeah. Ah, good. Hey, what do you got? What was going on with the uh, the shield display earlier? Have you guys covered that on the podcast? Oh, this is important. <laughs> yeah. Do oh, it. Per- I'll, I'll let y'all have it. So now you got the three rings for your shield. Now you got the shield percentage at the bottom like you do on your suit HUD. But, and Ty discovered that it can dance. Yeah, it yaws with your ship. That number does. It, it spins around with your ship as you yaw left and right. Very weird. I feel like not intended. 
Love it. It's interesting. Yeah. It doesn't hurt anything, but it's not expected. Like why? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He showed us that I I think right before we started recording, mm-hmm. right? And and uh I guess that tells us that the shield rings have always yawed with your ship and we just never knew because there was no frame of reference to determine. Well, like, didn't you know? Didn't you guys know that? Yeah. Didn't you guys know we've always been dancing? All right, who else has a favorite pull from the notes? Let's do it. There's got to be some good stuff oh. in here. Oh. Somebody say nice. performance, improvements, and optimizations. Uh, many, <laughs> fixes and improvements. many fixes and uh, improvements. Many fixes and improvements. That's, that's my favorite. Yeah. So is my favorite update. There is that one setting that allows you to change your upsampling, I think it was, or the upscaling. Your yeah, upscaling the AMD yeah. fidelity effects. Yeah. What is that? So, what does that mean? Yeah, somebody explain that. <clears throat> so okay, no if idea. you change your this. super sampling, okay, I'll, I'll let you have E-L- it. ELR5 it. it it's, um, it's a fancier version of super sampling. Super sampling in itself is asking the game to render its image frames at a higher resolution than your display resolution and then well that would be subsampling but yeah you can adjust that all within the super if you put the super sampling below one then it's rendering at a ratio below one of the number of pixels that your display has right and above one is a, a, a ratio above so if you set it to two um then Essentially, you're you're doubling the pixels in both directions, mind you. So, 1080p set to 2.0 super sampling is actually rendering the game at 4K, and then it is filtering it down to your display resolution. So, it's doing the workload of a 4K picture. It's it's like the highest quality version of of anti-aliasing because it's going to prevent all those little jaggies and shimmeries because the game's actually rendering much much higher resolution. So, the fidelity effects uh, is a kind of rudimentary artificial intelligence way of doing this on the GPU in a way where it's not rendering at a higher resolution, but it is analyzing the lower resolution image and smoothing it so that it looks like it's rendered in a higher resolution and then presenting it to you in that resolution. So just to make this work, you actually render the game lower than your display res and let this fidelity effects uh, draw it in such a way that it looks sharp. Like in it CSI, is a, when they're looking at the surveillance <laughs> image, and they say enhance. exactly that. And you can yes. see the reflection of the license yeah. plate in the eyeball of the suspect. <laughs> right. So it's it's um it's a it's a rudimentary version. This CAS uh, has been around for a couple of years. AMD released this a while ago. It's open source. It runs on not just AMD uh, graphics cards. Uh, they have just a few days ago released a newer version that's better and also will run on anything as games start to add it. Uh, So this is a slightly dumber version of the new thing that they've just made. This is the old version. And then the new thing they made is sort of a slightly more simple, rudimentary version of NVIDIA's thing, which is uh, DLSS, dynamic, or sorry, uh, uh, deep learning super sampling, they call it, uh, which is NVIDIA proprietary. It only runs on NVIDIA chips. It uses special silicon on those chips. And it, it does produce a higher quality image for the workload uh, by analyzing over time. It analyzes like frames ahead uh, to decide what is going to need smoothing and sharpening based on multiple frames. Uh, but anyway, this this runs on any graphics. It, it was simple to add to almost any game and I, it's a great addition. But anyway, that's the simple version of how it works. 
It buys yeah. you frames by rendering your game lower than your display resolution, but making it look good anyway. I actually understood that. Good job. Yeah, it doesn't work in Horizons. Just update everybody. It doesn't work in Horizons. I'm sure you all realize that. The important news is if your card is struggling, give it a try. You don't have to understand it. This will buy. Yeah, this will add frame rate to every computer. Yes, you can. You can do this to any computer. <laughs> All right, what's what's the next what's the next good thing? Ty, what's your are you seeing the notes? You haven't talked yet. What's your favorite thing from the update notes? Nope. He hasn't seen him. Do we have uh, a tie? Good, good, good are you point, there? Ty. Yeah, I like that. I like that update. <laughs> I too. liked that one too. When you talked about the shared missions, Ty, that's a really good point. I was annoyed that I couldn't share missions back when I had Odyssey as well. No, How are you guys no, liking you, shared missions so far? I haven't tried it. Okay, well, anyway, all missions yeah. that are Odyssey missions can be shared. It didn't change anything for ships' missions, but on any of the Odyssey missions can be shared. Yay. You cannot, you cannot choose your team. Here's an important choose. one. They rebalanced the data port loot buckets for better spawn levels. So those smear campaigns, yeah. we might be able to actually get them now. Yeah, supposedly those are good. What were you saying, Data? Uh, oh, missions? you can't. Your teammates can't choose. You can't stack influence across your team. Only the mission holder can choose the influence reward. Oh, that's, that's oh. Yeah. I have some things that I don't need to say on the podcast to that, say about that. That is remarkably forward thinking for them. <laughs> oh, you're gonna give it praise? Okay. If they had done it just for on-foot missions and not for space missions, uh, I would have hammered them for for doing that. But since it's only enabled for foot missions and you can't stack influence, it doesn't give Odyssey people an advantage in the BGS over non-Odyssey people. So no, that was really forward thinking. Okay. Okay. Looking at it like that, I definitely agree. Which does not at all answer the question of why can't we stack spacemen or share all space missions, but mm. that's a different conversation. Well, I think it sounds like <clears throat> if we could share all space missions, they would have to put that in too mm -hmm. to prevent uh, influence exploiting. Which which would be fine. And actually, I, I don't think I would call it exploits the entire ecosphere of missions either either you can stack influence or you can't stack influence across all of them it's fine isn't that way. kind of what we have now in effect because on ships you can't share all the missions Correct. so the the, yeah. the the playing field is level yeah that seems fine yeah i'm good with it okay there's a bunch of ai fixes in here who wants to talk about ai uh, nobody has to take it if they don't want to i already nice. talked about the lss <laughs> yeah, I see a thousand yeah. bullet points. My eyes glaze over. I, yeah, I didn't um, actually. I did actually read through all the AI fixes. Um, you know, the, the thing about AI that kind of got me, um, and maybe we haven't seen it yet, but I had this thought today. You remember how uh, FDF hired somebody to uh, program AI for uh, managing vehicles? 
Yeah. Uh, ground-based vehicles. Where yep. the hell are these ground-based vehicles? Not in the game yet. Yeah. I mean, I think I think we're all sure that there is content in there that hasn't been sort of like switched on yet, right? They, I think they have to be saving stuff for certain narrative events. I, I believe they're probably saving things for when consoles yeah. uh, can mm-hmm. be in there as well. I, I believe we won't see new vehicles, be they ships or SRVs, until console release. And we'll get them all at the same time. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. This thought that just crossed my mind. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I had to step away for a second, but I heard you guys talking about the um, oh I can't remember what it's called the the AMD is DLSS. I can't even tell it's called right <laughs> yeah. now. Uh, fidelity, the fidelity. yeah. Um, I haven't got to play with the fidelity effects very much. I have gotten to play a lot with uh, the DLSS on Nvidia and some other games. Uh, the DLSS on other games works really well. I'm actually very impressed with it. Uh, yep. There's a few things about it that uh, I'm not happy with, but they. It seems like the longer you play, or the more you play a game, the better it gets until you have to clear your shader queue well, cache. Okay, well, we you know DLSS is is actually not what's in this game, and it's right. it's only loosely analogous because it's a lot more advanced what Nvidia is doing, but it's also right. locked to their cards. Um, and they really—that's why it's hard to add to games because they actually have to teach it games. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas this, this is simpler. And I mean, at the end of the day, it, what it really comes down to is, especially with something like this, where it doesn't really need to be taught games so much. It's just more rudimentary. Um, it, it just, as I said, it just buys you frame rate at the expense of a slight change in image quality, way less of a change. Than if you were actually rendering way down at the resolution without the sharpening, you know. So um, I don't know. For me, it's like because you're always gonna you have a slider for it. So you know, if you do more of it, you'll gain more frames back, and the image will uh, lose a little bit of quality. And so you can sort of pick your point in, in there where you're happy with it, right? Right. Seems seems all good. Yeah. I do I'm, wish I do hope that they someday update to the newer one because the reviews for the newer one that AMD just released, not the CAS, but the other one, is uh, much better, much more advanced. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I kind of hope that they that this one here was just like I really hope this is what they've been working on for a little while, and then at some point we get the next one, or we actually get full blown DLSS support. I'd I like I'd like to see both personally. So. Oh, sure. Uh, There's a hell of a lot of audio notes here, which there seems to be for every update. Um, Lots of mixed changes and things like that. They have Um, excited tracks with the audio. Well, the game... (laughs) uh, uh, You know what what aspect of Frontier's development team and this game in particular never gets complained about? is their audio audio team pretty great (laughs) um well their audio team hard at work still improving things over there to do with um i don't know i i i i haven't paid attention to any of the audio weirdness odyssey was so buggy when i played it that it was hard to notice individual bugs if i'm being completely honest and a lot of this stuff is like uh there's something about a grenade pin the sound of pulling the grenade pin wasn't being occluded properly so like if you were to 
pull a pin in a grenade and there was a wall separating you between this pulled pin, you would hear it like it was in the same room as you. Okay, so things like that are fixed. There's like a hundred of these little things. So, um, you know, the 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 thing about like you're hundred percent right. Um, as I've been playing No Man's Sky and Star Citizen, I can tell you right now that their audio departments do not work as well as FDev's audio department because the sounds in Elite are on a different tier. Like they're on an S tier. And Star Citizen is like a, <laughs> like a B or D tier, and uh, No Man's Sky is like on an A or B plus tier. But like, I'm 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 not just kidding around here. Like F Dev's audio, going all the way back to the very first release of this game, F Dev's audio has been great. I 100% agree with you. Absolutely. Yep. And, and that's it, this. I don't even know who's the hell's on their audio team, but I feel like that that's the team that gets the least amount of credit. And they just consistently do great work. Um, well, except okay, for the, they they don't not get credit; they get constant credit and praise, and it is due. It is well earned. But I yeah, the, I, I know what you're trying to say, but I like they they, yeah. they definitely do get credit. Um, it's just easy to forget about it when there's a bunch of stuff to to whine about. Yeah, yeah. I think the up is not jump. Uh, Elite Dangerous yes. VR's nightmare guy even said that was one of his high points. How good the sound quality, including including the music, because that doesn't matter matter if you're playing music or if the game's playing music, or if you're playing music while the game's playing music. The game music is never out of place. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's always yeah. high quality and good. Yeah. Um, I would do say this. Um, there is one word in here that I've never heard before, and I'm really glad Dave and I kind of pointed it out. Uh, Various mix improvements on combats have been made, including bullet whiz-bys. And it says, <laughs> great word, right? Uh, I had never heard bullet whiz-by. I love that word. I will be using that. So Thanks, thanks, Sally. There you go. Demonstration. Yep. Sounds yep. about right. Character, fix an issue where some models on suits didn't render in the vanity camera. Okay. I just noticed Dubs and I were in Thurston Ring and when I would get like twenty feet away from his character, his sunglasses would disappear. And when I get closer, <laughs> and his hair would turn blue. Uh, his sunglasses would reappear. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm at Thurston Ring too. Oh. How am I supposed to play this game knowing that my sunglasses aren't there? People have to see this. Um, okay. Now, fixes to, okay. Go ahead. We're actually making fun of that, but think about this for just a minute. At some point, uh. And and I, I, Dubs is probably like me. I, I think he got the sunglasses for free with the whatever special they were running at that point. I think it was the like commander's a, pack. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I um, think I bought them for a single arc. Yeah. At, at any rate, at some point, there is a monetary value on those sunglasses, and them not working right is irritating. <laughs> <laughs> we demand <Or> refund. <laughs> Grand scheme of things. <laughs> All right, Frontier, you owe me a single arcs. Let me work Let's that out to it. where that's like that's like a tenth of a penny. Is it one arcs or is it one arc? Arc. <laughs> give me an arc. I don't care. I don't I don't care what you call it. Just fix my uh, sunglasses. Just give me that was when Dravenos was still on on the show and Lave the guys at Lave actually correct your guys' math. Because yeah, math is hard, like man. Ten percent 
and scaling. Yeah, I, I, a large portion of my day is math. I, I don't do math after five. After five no, I, I get that. Though. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, there are codex fixes. There are conflict zone fixes. There are crashes and stability fixes. There's crime changes. There's engineers changes, factions. What what what's good? What do you like? Hmm? Fleet carriers <sighs> fixed a star with a really small radius, which is causing problems um, for fleet carriers in the system. How does that pop up? I have no idea. You know? No. Lighting, um, livery. Did, did we did we talk about how much brighter it is? Yeah. yeah. I, I, At length. Uh, okay. <laughs> Not is, a good thing uh, all the way. I'll admit the ship lighting is nicer because you can actually see your interior now, which makes can sense. Can you read your you radar? Like your ship. I can read my radar. I haven't tried the courier yet to see if it's outrageously washed out radar is fixed. In the screenshots that they posted in the amazing developer update post, uh, some of the ships appeared to have the super bright radar thing and then it to be fixed in the new version of the screenshot. Uh, One of them was less than fixed. I don't know why. One of them still remained like sort of brighter than it should be. Um, Whoever put that radar, like, come on. It, it, it screamed of them running on two different uh, two different development versions and not having a, a release version they did the screenshot on. That's just how I read it anyway. So, so you're saying the screenshot wasn't even correct? For it was an old, five? relax, it was an old branch, the main yes. branch oh, of the game. Oh, God, don't say okay. branch to me. That, that, was the, that was the control ship. <laughs> that was the, the placebo-controlled lighting study. Uh, yeah, right. well, that's how we know they're getting it right. Okay, you know what they UI, haven't done? What haven't they done? I still can't see which one of my friends is in this system. Yeah, well, they weren't working the, on maps this week, were they? They were working on outfitting oh, UI. There were map changes in the, the notes. I saw Listen, them. Oh, you're right. There are maps. Um, there's a bunch of the UI changes is like most of this post. There's UI changes in seemingly every panel in the entire game. Yeah, there's a lot of station services, the left and right panels, the oh, look, VR fixes. (laughs) (laughs) There's three of them. There's (laughs) URL, it opens to Rick Astley's never going to give you up. Uh, okay, I, I've scrolled to the end. Is there anything anybody wants to pull out of this some more? Please feel free. I'm not trying to rush this. Um, we consider that dead horse beat. One thing I did notice Wait, is that I, I don't think it's in the notes, but one thing I did notice is that when you are exchanging a module, uh, it won't automatically try to sell your module. It has you have yeah. to check yes. the box. Yes, to, they they did actually that made it into the notes. Yes, that's they it. talked about it on the stream it? Okay. too. Yeah. Okay. Because that was so like all, the biggest freaking thing. So we can agree it was a good update. It oh did yeah, well. I think so. Yeah. They done. They yeah, done. Did on you to tell me thing. that. I think it's good. Here's the thing. Okay, I'm. I'm not going to say that it was a good update, and here's the reason why. Um, well, there's actually two reasons. One, um, they. I don't want to put it this. I don't like the direction they're going with the lighting. Space is dark. I like the dark. There were a few things they needed to tweak on it, but space is dark. I like the dark. Uh, 
that being said, I really don't like my cockpit look like it's a freaking lighthouse. I don't like that at all. They they really went the wrong way with that. And it seems like every single patch they're getting brighter and brighter. But the most important thing I just checked, my vet is still ugly. No. Uh, You know what? I need to take a look at my Diamondbacks paint job. Let's see just how good this looks. Still got that core dynamics hood ornament too. It's oh my god. They got to get rid of that shit. It's so uh, dumb and ugly. I'm so sick of the core dynamics logo being on the front. It has not. It sure as hell has not. (laughs) You know, the Diamondbacks Midnight Black looks pretty good. uh, What paint do you run on the vet? Well, right now I have the Midnight Black on it. And it looks, the Midnight Black actually looks all right. But the uh, Iridescent Twilight. Looks, yeah, that's what I have in mind. Doesn't look right. Well, because generally things are less shiny in Odyssey. Materials are a little more realistic in Odyssey, and that that caused super unrealistic paints like Iridescent Twilight to to not have nearly the effect that they used to have. Yeah, but I paid money for that. I want to spend a few thousand arcs for a paint job. They better detach all those panels, put a clear coat on them, and give me some shiny shit. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> the uh, Corvette Razor looks really <laughs> muted now. Throw some neon lights and some 20-inch spinners on that bitch, too. Uh, the Stygian Blue looks really Very dark blue paint. versus like mm-hmm. the light kind of pewter pew that it was pewter blue that it was before. I like that lighter blue. Uh, the Stygian Green looks really dark. The Stygian Purple looks blue so everything in odyssey is getting lighter except the paints it, it, so, it, they just don't look right they don't look the like they with, used to Sorry, yeah, the issue ahead. with approaching a planet on the dark side and it like popping brighter that's still there yep yep that's still Oops. happening to me it's still irritating itself uh the free paint job the corvette azure looks yeah looks like azure's looks pretty like dull looking the chrome the free horizon paint job. Yeah. The chromed actually looks all right, but there's really weird uh bright spots here and there. So and I also want to reiterate, I don't like these flashing freaking lights on my ship. Um I think that's <laughs> dumb. It's a warship. Those are FAA it's regulations. <laughs> it's a warship. Let's turn it off. Let us go dark. If there was if there was an option in the ship panel to turn off navigation. Yeah. Or, you know, turn off the interior lights. That that'd be great too. So anyway, yeah. that's the semis can do it today. I bet the ISS <laughs> can do it. Yeah. Like <laughs> year old Python do it. Uh, why why do we not have a backup camera on these ships? <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, I've often wondered that. It seems I, insane. I have a backup camera on my truck. Why can't I have one on my spaceship in the future? I'm just saying. My football field long ship needs a backup camera, guys. It can't hurt. It needs a fleet of backup cameras, to be fair, especially <laughs> the cutter. You'll, you'll need okay. three for each of the engines and then two, you know, stacked above each other at the back, back of the main fuselage. The, the, monster. the one last thing I want to say on it, and then I'll shut up about this, is there are a number of decals on different ships that are clipping 
that have been clipping since Odyssey that uh, I don't understand why. Uh, and it's not it's not the age, the font size, and it's making it to where the name won't clip, but the like the wings will clip off of the plate, and they don't look right. So like like the like the nameplate wings will actually kind of clip off a little bit. And uh, a perfect example is the Alliance Crusader. It's clipping off right now, so it's a little it's just you know a little weird. So well, that's Remy. Yeah, it's. <sighs> It's oh, something well, I pay This is for. what you get. This is what you get when you when you run a beta on a live server as though it's a release because your boardroom says you have to call it a release. Yeah. That's what you get. Yeah. And beta is frankly generous. But I guess yeah, I, should, I suppose, but whatever. That that's where you'd see fixes like this. So I guess I should just wait for release before I bought it. So, so that doesn't give me a right oh, well, to bitch about it, huh? I've definitely learned ah. my lesson. I'm not I'm not yeah, I, I, I'm not saying that like I was eating that crow and dealing with it right up until the VR change. So that, you know, I, I yeah, I, I bought the thing. I bought it. I, I bought it. So I was going to deal with it. Um, but I wouldn't do it again. Yeah. Um, for both of those reasons, I suppose. It's really yeah. disappointing. I won't um, be buying another uh, pre release on this game. So, yeah. I mean, I think I'm probably off pre-releases entirely. It's I, just not worth it. The only people I pre-released from up until this was FDev, uh, because they had a good track record with me. I felt like their company gave a shit. I felt like their company tried. I felt like their company uh, cared about their player base. And now oh, I feel hey like the company does it. So I have a new thing. When you're looking at your ships, like swapping ships in the, the little ship yard, whatever, they now included the loadout for your hard points and modules yep. on the info screen. Yeah. yeah, so there's a ton, a ton, a ton of fixes and updates to do with a bunch of those UIs, ship uh, outfitting and, and stuff like that. Um, those were sort of the one of the big focuses for Update 5, so... Um, I mean the notes. The notes are worth worth reading. I was kind of asking people to pick some things out, but honestly, you gotta you gotta sort of get in there and poke at it before those long lists are gonna make any sense anyway. Especially yeah. when you get down to the UI section, it's just like line item after line item. Um, I was gonna mention that um, on the stream today, before they got playing, they of course got bombarded with a bunch of questions. Um, a few things that I noted that weren't just repeats of info that we already knew, but somebody still felt the need to ask, um, or just them saying, yeah, we're looking at that, is that Bruce mentioned that a beta is planned for the consoles. Uh -huh. And then pretty much directly <laughs> after he said that, Art seemed to say to a different questioner, almost as if he hadn't heard what Bruce said, that there were no betas confirmed as of right now. So make of that what you will. And then Art said, on future development update streams, if we get a dev on, we'll get a dev on if we can, but they're very busy. So basically that whole rug has been pulled out from under them, even though they've been saying it for weeks. 
Uh, and on questions about if or when any future updates are coming after five, they don't have any info on that at this time. Eventually, they answered that after um, after many other questions and stuff like that. So, you know, maybe well, I would like to point out that in FDev speak, there is no contradiction between a beta is planned and no betas are confirmed. Mm-hmm. Right, because they can. It doesn't matter what they say. Yeah. Well, because they may be planning one, but they haven't confirmed whether or not they're doing it or dates or anything else. So, in FDev speak, that may be technically true. They both could goes, be true. Yeah, which goes right back to the conversation we had earlier about please stop being coy and just tell us what you mean. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I think this one in particular is a matter of it's like. It's it's planned, but doesn't have a date. But they have like a, they have such a strange way of conveying that, right? And I think it goes back to this fear of dates still. Oh yeah, it's fear you know? of committing to anything. It's not just dates, but that they have a, a fear of making any firm commitments. And you know, you you brought this up earlier, and you're absolutely right. We're not asking for firm commitments. We're asking for a plan. Right. That when you say that, when you say like they're afraid of of commitments, it it makes me feel like I need to say like I'm I'm not I'm not saying it, it's it's such a I, I guess it's like a subtle distinction because I I'm I'm not really saying that they have to be committed to VR. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a difference between me saying I won't buy the thing if it doesn't have VR, and them saying I'm sorry, like this went wrong. We just don't have time to do it. We have to cut it from our plan. That's disappointing, but it's okay if you do the right thing with that. Like, exactly. pretending that you didn't tell us VR was in before. Um, th- this goes back. I mean, this is like politics, right? Where a politician yeah. can't be ever seen changing their mind. Like, let me, you know, there is one way in this world to always be right. And that is to change your fucking mind when you find out you're wrong. Yeah. Okay. That is the only way. And I, res- I have much respect to anybody who will update their position on something and to, to, Pretend to to try to spin and pretend that you didn't say the thing you said before because now you said the new thing like everybody in politics has to do. Like that's that's not okay. That hurts everybody when you behave that way. It perpetuates this idea that it's like it's like bad to change your mind or bad to to have been wrong in the past. Uh, uh I'm gonna I'm gonna go off again. I have to be stopped. You're you're right and and you know, complete honesty, FDev is not the only software company that does this. But yeah. they they will refuse to make any declarative statements about anything because they're afraid somebody is going to hold them to that in the future. And it, it gets you into this weird area where they, they are. It's a perfect example. They're talking like politicians. They're talking out of both sides of their mouth, and you don't know what's true and what isn't. Yeah. And I would much rather they say, these are our plans. You know, this is short term. This is long term. This is something we would like to address at some point in the future, but we don't know when. You know, I, it doesn't have to be a, an entirely complex process. Just let us know 
where things stand in yeah. a general sense. Here, update two, this thing we were working on isn't going well. We've decided we're going to back burner it so that we can work on some other things that are going well. Changes like that. Perfectly, perfectly guess fine. Guess what? People would people would accept that. I will volunteer that the the raging frothing masses would definitely accept that better than I don't you know be, better than we we don't you know it will get a dev on if we can. You're absolutely right. We just we just need a roadmap problem. We just need a plan. I have trouble giving this company any more money until I get a plan from them. I'm I'm not I'm, I'm not giving them one red hot cent. Yeah. I mean, they've already got my money for Odyssey, and I'm regretting that. Yeah. Uh, I never let you do a squad update. <laughs> I'm going to let you do a squad update now. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Incoming priority message. Squadron briefing. Real simple squad eight uh, update. Not that much going on. We're trying to push a comma into expansion. Had a little bit of pushback there, but it's a high traffic system. That's not entirely unexpected. Um, and in V640, we've got a couple of lower factions that we have managed to wrangle around into a war. We have a definite preference for, an, for who we want to win that. We've put the specifics in the uh, squadron orders for that. And then we have a couple of other systems. Uh, don't have it in front of me. I think Tommy and HIP 4907, yep. where we're trying to bolster our influence. Uh, and we've got some uh, some other squad orders for our friends over in Helsinia Knights. They're fighting for control of uh, their home system and have asked, for some support in some CZs if people have time. Again, and all of that is posted in the standing orders. Woo! So quick and simple. Quick and simple. Um, I don't know what to do now. Uh, there's no Chig today. Therefore, there's no Chig chat. But did, did we, we talk about chat. the, because uh, I had to subway from it. Did we talk about the Galnet stuff at all? Galnet. I didn't even have, mention Galnet. There's a new CG and everything weeks. today. Yeah, Ooh, there's yeah. plus weeks to cover. Oh my god, who can who can save me from this horrible yeah. mistake I've made? I can't even remember all the stuff that's gone on. We, look, we can fast forward to this week's CG. Four systems from the Federation announced they were succeeding, seceding, and declared their independence. The current CG Hudson is trying to. Smack yeah. them about the head and shoulders and drag them back in. Hudson got his diaper pulled on real tight and just started yeah. screaming. So your choices in the CG are fight for Hus Hudson and slaughter the independents, fight for the independents and screw the Federation. Down it's with going the, in a positive direction, I may add. There for are who? four oh, really? for the independents. They are up two awesome. percent while the Federation is at zero currently. There are 134 Sweet. backers for the Federation, while there's 588 for the Independents. Yes. So for once, somehow, the brainless Fed mm -hmm. backers aren't just <laughs> mindlessly just going at it. Uh, give them something, time. Something good is happening right now. Wait for the weekend. Wait for, no, Wait for the weekend. Please, no. 
If no, I manage to get thing. in there, I am the not mindless, fight against Hudson. The, here's the thing. The mindless fedbackers live in their grandparents' basement, so they don't have to wait for the weekend. Like, this is happening now during the work <laughs> week when normal people are playing. I support Donald Hudson. <laughs> I don't support the things that are happening right now with Donald the, the surveillance and all that. <laughs> the Zach's brother. <laughs> Make the Federation great again. I, mean, I like his I like his response the, to these people seceding as a protest over the surveillance laws. He says, This is why we need more surveillance laws. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. It's so yeah. good. Right. Oh, it's so good. That's the that's the best that's the best thing. Uh, so last week there was an a CG just harvesting guardian stuff for uh, salvation or Aegis, and salvation won handily, earning oh, yeah. the top seventy five percent of participants a like wicked engineered shard cannon, which is seems sort of fun, uh, especially since shard cannons can't be engineered to begin with, um, and this one has two or three engineerings on it and probably produces just so much heat that it's ridiculous, but hey. Oh, I don't, not, back right? to the updates for a second. I don't know if they ever went away, but I noticed tonight the Thargoid mission type was back in the mission panel and the mission selection board. Hmm. Ew. No missions available, but Thargoid stuff is coming well is that where um well these are on foot though i was gonna say is is that where in infestation systems they would spawn like thargoid scout massacre missions and stuff maybe yeah i was in a ship i was looking at the ship mission board oh it's showing thargoid in the ship mission boards Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay yeah right on uh okay um well, then I was going to go and do some community stuff. Um, I was going to, I wanted to call out our, your friend and mine, APOC 5's new podcast, Elite Comms Check. He's doing uh, little five minute uh, game news updates, um, both, you know, kind of in game and, and development news stuff. Um, kind of whenever something comes out, he seems to pop one of these episodes out. Um, it is, I'm not going to say a fast and dirty update because it's a fast and clean update. I think he's doing a fantastic job and sounds great doing it. So uh, if you like I the, have... Yeah, if you like the style of Galnet News Update or, or maybe Commander Burr, it's kind of that same method of... Delivering mm-hmm. information—it's—it's it's a good listen. It's quick. It's clean. It's what you need to know. Yeah, when I when I miss a stream and want to know what happened, I am awfully glad to see him sitting there in my podcast inbox in the morning. Yes. So thanks very much. There's a link in the show notes, or just go to Anchor.fm/slash/EliteComsCheck. Uh, also, uh, LaveCon is happening this weekend. We need to get uh, Hibok been, on the show. Sorry, I'm interrupting. I'm, I'm sorry. We <laughs> should, and we definitely will sometime. Um, LaveCon, uh, unfortunately, had to be moved to a remote event at the last minute due to COVID restrictions uh, handed down by the government in the UK. And anyway, that just means we can all take part, I guess. Um, the schedule is up. There's a... 
there's events, there's all kinds of things. Alec Turner has put together a, a race for everyone to participate in. Um, there's lots of things. Uh, we will put a link in the show notes to that. Um, make make LaveCon fun, even though they can't be there in person. I wasn't going to be able to be there anyway, so oh well. Uh, but I feel I feel for them missing out on their in-person thing. Also, uh, I believe that Suverine was going to enter the room to the <laughs> to the Star Alert song that I made for them because it's apparently his theme song. Uh, wearing a grass skirt, I was really looking forward to that video, uh, but I guess I'll have to wait for that. Bummer. Um, okay, Operation Ida working on three stations. Someone tell me about this. AXI down to one system. These must be related. Uh, yeah, Operation Ida is covering, covering ground very quickly now that, uh, you know, the stations aren't just losing all the stuff that they ship into. And uh, mm-hmm. now that they have fixed the, the Thargoid respawn rate thingy for the faction state... AXI is actually able to stamp the bugs out of the four systems that they had been code error bugged stuck into. Nice. Separating the bug from the bug there. So, yeah, I'm picking up what you're putting down. So since the code bug is no longer keeping the insects in the system, AXI is <laughs> kicking them out. Well done, uh, chaps. And, you know, that, that's helping Op Ida get to those stations to repair them. Uh, and, you know, as the saying goes, they move mountains. Yeah. For sure. Um, anything else that you guys want to put into this uh, humdinger of an episode? Nothing I can think of. Um, cool. I don't have a cricket sound effect, so... I feel we need dubs and data to give us something positive to end on. I mean... (laughs) It's it's going well. Like, after this update, I'd I'd say, for those of you that are not just insanely salty because of VR, just stay positive. It's it's doing very well, and it's only going to get better. If you kick your friends like that, what do you do to your enemies? Oh, he's not kicking. No, no, no. Oh, he's okay, not kicking okay. me. Okay. <laughs> I just realized you were. T- you must have been talking about me. I don't bemoan anybody having fun in Odyssey. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm a very specific case, and if I was not so attached to VR, oh boy, I would still be in love with this game. Truly. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's great. If you're not, if you're not trying to play VR, and it's, it's actually doing very well right now. Yeah. It could do better. I'm not saying it's perfect, but it's. Better than it was at launch. I'm getting 70 I, frames a second in the station right now. I do want to jump in here and also say that um, uh, I feel like uh, Zach and uh, Art and Ben and Deddy, and I'm probably thinking of other ben, people. Ben well, and Deddy's ben, moved so on, hadn't he? He's Sally. moved on to another game, yeah. yeah. Sally right, right, and Art. Bruce. Sally and Bruce, sorry. I, 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 for whatever reason, I've been confusing Bruce and Benedetta here lately. I don't know why. Anyway, <laughs> uh, man, you guys have a terrible, terrible task in front of you. And uh, I think you, with a little bit I've communicated with uh, Art over the last few days about a few little things. I asked him a few questions. He was gracious, gracious enough to respond. 
I mean, they've been great. So thank you guys. So I, I don't think they listen to the show, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, they, I don't envy them. I think that false unsect listened to our podcast. <laughs> Zach, Zach. Zach seems to be in charge of us these days. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and sometimes when he's talked about in general chat, he gets to us very quickly. I, mm-hmm. do, I do super duper appreciate him doing that. Yeah. Uh, yes. They, they definitely are the, are the face of this, and they're probably catching a lot more flack than they really deserve. But it, it is their yeah. job to catch that flack. They get paid. Yeah, I would to eat it. <laughs> I, yeah, I would really love if somebody would stop making them look like liars. I don't think for a second that it's you guys. I don't think for a second it's you guys, but whoever's making you say this and then changing their minds on you, that's got to go. I'd go, man. I'm with go. All right. Um, I'm done talking. And, okay. Well, let's let's call it off i i wish you all tons of fun in odyssey and if it ever adds vr i will happily buy it again and i in the meantime i super miss the pretty graphics and um you know the the i thought the on foot was pretty fun too uh what i played of it so it's a real bummer and I hope to someday be able to instance with you all again when the galaxies merge, <laughs> when the console mm-hmm. release happens. Until then, I'm basically a console player. Um, but I'm still, I, whatever, I did a stream on Tuesday. I streamed Elite in VR and Horizons. And it was fun. Come back. I'll time. play with you again. Do, I'm, do playing, I'm playing um, Flight Assist Off now. I was like, I've, well, I've got to find something to entertain myself with because I've not got the Odyssey content to look forward to. So uh, the last, uh, all the playing that I've done since June 15th, which hasn't been a ton, um, I'm turning the flight assist off, just doing everything. It took me a real long time to land for a little while, but I'm getting (laughs) a lot faster at it. Um, We did the whole stream, did combat the whole time, flight assist off, and... Definitely lowered my damage output speed, <laughs> but <laughs> we still put up some pretty big numbers, and we nice. still managed to not be able to. We flew vultures. Did we? Did you fly a vulture too? I no, was in a some other meme ships. Yeah, yeah a, so. a shieldless diamondback scout with the flechette launchers and pistol racks. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. So we were both like sort of intentionally uh, lowering our damage output, and we we still couldn't be killed. So, yeah. It's fun. It it adds a challenge to a has res, which is typically just like a very easy thing uh, at this level of, of the game. So I'm finding fun things to do in Horizons, just like all the console players. Uh, I am I, I'm with you now. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Episodes uh, coming to a close here. So if you like the show, please rate and review on your podcast app, which helps people find the show. And join us on Discord at discord.io slash loose screws. You can check out the merch store at loosescrewsed.com for mugs, t-shirts, hoodies, and more. And yeah, like, um, yeah, I I don't, (laughs) you know, the saddest part for me on June 15th was it really made me consider if I was going to lose this community or not. You know what I mean? It's like if I'm being left behind, if I'm leaving this game behind, and and what what am I gonna do? Um, I don't 
I think I'm I think I'm going to be able to pull it off and just play in Horizons and stuff, and it's going to be okay. But it is is certainly a bummer. That was it's a big thing. This community is a big big thing. So, um, does somebody want to tell me about a beer here at the end? I would love to tell you about a beer since we don't have our cheese man at hand. Are you ready? I am sitting comfortably. Crack, crack one open on us. The beer of the week is Corona, exported from Mexico. Make sure that it's not peed before you drink it. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, they you took a really big hit. hit. You stick a lot <laughs> in it and you enjoy it. I prefer it cold, ice cold, maybe a little below ice cold. <laughs> they took a big hit um, from this there coronavirus. There were there were humans who legitimately believed that Corona beer had something to do with the coronavirus. Uh, are you serious? Oh, that's the planet we live on. People I would, are mock, people in the south. I would mock people in the south, but uh, there's some Midwest <laughs> states with lower education and literacy rates. <laughs> yep, then that you, there's yep. true. Then you step it up. You you turn that Corona upside down and dunk it in your margarita. Turn it into <laughs> Corona Rita. Um, <laughs> Very oh. nice. All oh. right. Well, thanks for joining me, Dubs, Hate, Lieutenant Commander Data, Nurgle, and Commander Ty Worsham, Fear- fearless leader. Uh, thanks for joining me on the Loose Screws podcast. Uh, it's good to be back and so on and so forth. And we'll see you guys uh, next week, I guess. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll be here to right. Yeah. Sure, sure. Sure, sure, whatever. Okay. Later, guys. Good night.